Don't just sigh. Don't sigh before you press the button. That that is that that's is bad, what's that's bad mental hygiene. Is it? We need to clean up the mental hygiene. I'm of this sorry. Podcast. I just sat here for two minutes as you went splinge, splaff, squiffle, I didn't say splaff or squiffle, squiffle. nibble. Bumble. I just to sit there for two minutes and hear you get that fucking noise out of your system. Paul? So yeah, you're right. When I said, is it time to go? And you went, yeah, I sighed. You sighed audibly. How do you think that makes me makes me feel? How do you think me sitting here for two minutes and hearing you go, splinge, guam? You know what it was called? You know what it's called, Paul? It, is it's it called, called a vocal warm-up? No, it's I, called. no, here, no. Yeah, if you'd know, if you spend any time around professional performers, well, yeah, then that logic, you would know. Cheap Show has been an eight-year fucking vocal warm-up for you. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. No, I said splange is my warm-up word. Should we start again? <laughs> no. Come on. You sighed. <sighs> yeah, you love God. it, don't you? I don't love it. You love it. sighing. You love wallowing in the filth of your own misery and incompetence. And my just because f- you just my, my filth bed is comfy, cozy, and inviting. And if I wanna if I wanna wade into my own soggy, damp, brown misery, I will. I will. I will. And I'll go further. You do. I'll go further. I'll stay in it for the whole episode. Okay, fine. I don't want to do a show then. No, I know. You don't want to do it. I That's the whole point. I don't want to do That's... this week's show you now because You sighed and then pressed the record button. Yeah. And How do you think that makes me feel, Paul? How do you think it makes me feel about the prospect of working with you for the next hour or so? I hope... It makes I... me feel bad inside. Does it? I feel bad inside. I feel hollow. Hollow of impetus. Hello, I'm hollow of impetus. Uh, I've got a halo. I feel like Primark. Cheap and uh, ready to tear. No, just full of various size. That was utterly (laughs) fucking awful. Now we need to start again. Now we need... You know what? No. Now we just need to get into the episode. Full of various size. I thought size and size and size. Oh, size. size. Pun on size. Size, But then I didn't make it work. That's a good pun, though. I've never seen that work before. Uh, You know what I mean? (sighs) (laughs) Welcome to Cheap Show. No, 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 no. You can't say no, no, no again as we go into the credits. Also, I have to get the last word because now you're the first word of the new theme tune. Fine with me. So... I need to say this. Say something better, though, Paul. Pip, pip. I'm Paul Gallagher. Welcome Don't to the jolly pip. old Cheap Don't Show no, podcast. No, no. That won't be the last. Oh, this gives me a power. Because you have to be the last one to speak. And I can keep well, speaking. Well, then we'll never get to the up fucking Good. episode, Let's will we? Let's not do it. Let's not fucking do it. Oh. <laughs> Press the fucking credits. And words and phrases, two things I'm responsible for. Chodney, Chodney Boroff. I hate you, you fucking loser posse. Jeep show tonight. Will it do, though, Paul? Will it do? Does it do? Does this do? Do I do? That's my new brand of uh, antidepressants. Will it? Will it antidepressant? Will it do? That's the catchphrase. You just sorted that. (laughs) (laughs) What? Just the lameness of that whole bit you tried there. Woo! Will it antidepressants? Will it antidepressants? Will it do? We need to work on this. I don't know. I mean, there'll be bite-sized, chewy little pills. That I you can like get. the idea of Prozac in a chewy sort of vitamin yeah. uh, format. Cheap show antidepressants. Let's do that. Cheap show branded antidepressants. Willits. Cheap show branded. Willits is my company. Willits is my new company. I didn't tell you about this. Willits. Uh, they make dog food. They make antidepressants and prophylactics for people with small phalluses. I'd like you to be the spokesman for oh, one of them. Oh, my word. Which one, boys and girls? No, but I've, all, anyway, I've, look, I've just incorporated a company, Paul. Have you? I've just been down the patent office and I've started it off. Have you? Uh, I've, I've been in touch with Company's House about it. Have you? Yes, I've started a company. Yeah? He's thinking of the name in his head and he's getting there by the most protracted <laughs> no, sentence we do, ever, we, but he's we, getting there. I haven't actually... 
the name is just a placeholder name at the moment. Right. Wanko. Right. Oh, well <laughs> done, Mr. Silverman. Oh, very... Cl- no. Oh, brilliant stuff. Uh, if I may borrow your parlance. Woo! Poo, that's a stinky one. It's the actual name of the company now, though. Is it? Yeah. No, it's, 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 uh, is there a long line of wankos that, you know, built well, this company hundreds of years ago? We've got a particular co- customer with our product offering. We've got a particular customer in mind. Yeah, what is that? Is it? I'm just going to go ahead and guess. Is it something that I could fall into the bracket of? I'm trying desperately to think of things. Well, I'll give you time, Mr. Silverman, because you do need to work on this because, woo, is it bad stuff? <laughs> Right, tiny penis things, yeah. and also smells, smell bad. Good, no, well, wanko smell bad ointment. Now, you're getting somewhere, yes. Microphallus hubcaps, and uh, wank, and... You can't just slap a load of words together and say, that's my sketch, Precy. It's worked so far for me. Yeah, wanko's biodegradable fanny flaps. give you flaps. a tour of the factory. Oh, oh. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Shows, the economy comedy podcast where they go for the charity shops, bargain bins, and Poundlands of Great Britain and bring you back the treasure we find amongst the trash. But hey, let me just go on a little factory walk. Oh, la ta Come down here. Come Think down to the side. buy a ticket? No, no, no. Is this no. the Wanko factory? I'm the boss, so you don't, yeah? if you're with me, you're fine, okay? Is this Wanko's factory? Yes. But just, just, so in, just so everyone knows right now, this is merely a uh, scene we're playing out as an improvised notion right now. And I will not be adding sound effects to uh, <laughs> add to the environment that oh, we're look, in. Oh, look, there's a plane. Bump, chicky, bump, bump, poop, poop. Oh, there's a train going past with the, loaded with all of our um, Wanko bands. products. Oh, I like, like oh, that. Oh, there's a wild gorilla got into the uh, factory. Oh, he slipped over on a banana. Now he's hit a clown in the face. Oh, now he's smashing all the windows. He's got a gun. <laughs> Well, unfortunately for you, Mr. Silverman, I'm from the government here to investigate your practices in oh, this. Yeah? And I've heard there's been I, there's been a lot of people unhappy with the working conditions here. And actually, I've just seen this now. I have to close Wanko's down. Oh well, it's unhealthy. You can't have a gorilla with a gun on a train running about willy nilly, can you? Can I bribe you with this tiny suitcase full of microphallus hubcaps? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Yes. All right, there you go, mate. Get the gorillas out. Ba 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 ba. And this is why we're never winning awards. So let's crack on with this week's episode what of a- the Cheap Show podcast. And today we have two lovely segments. We are gagging to put in your ears this week. Double segment. Dush dush. Little bollock fly. Dush boom. And once again, Eli's added nothing. <laughs> Giving a, I've gi- got to do my own sound effects around here. You don't. You don't have to do Doosh. any sound effects. What's that effects. noise of? Doosh. That is the name. One that, bollock falling out. That's the one bollock release sound effect, isn't it? <laughs> doosh, doosh. Does that mean like the beginning of EastEnders is just a load of bollocks falling on a table? Well, that's funnily you should say that because it's um, that's actually how the original uh, the theme tune was gone. Like they do, you know, Dirty someone Dead spilled and... A, someone just was walking through the, the BBC... Um, Canteen, yeah. And knocked over a big jar of bollocks that happened to be there because it was a Swedish dignitary and they, were, and they were bouncy bollocks so it was it like it was a Swedish dignitary and yeah. did you know they have they have uh, bollock uh, farms out yeah there. they do I've heard all about the Swedish bollock farms Eli <laughs> I have you're right and then he knocked it over <laughs> and the guy was inspired and he goes I, that's that's given me a thing however on the very first day that's they given did, you a thing it's given me an idea isn't it it's inspired me however on the first day they had to do it live in the, in the studio so like get out my pub there was a man in the back just slapping his bollocks on a table to get it to work. Was he actually employed by the BBC or just there for the laughs? No, he was a, a genuine bollock foley artist. <laughs> douche, douche. Yeah. Love it. On Love two it. big drums. Anyway, that's uh, what we're doing today. No, I told them. No, we are doing two what segments. What are we doing? We're doing a charity shop showcase because we have two items that we bought that are a little bit more costly than we'd usually get but we think worthy of discussion. And we're also doing a soda pop segment. Obviously. A little bit of a hybrid segment for the soda pop segment. Bit, a uh, bit brand off, brand off-ish. Because we're not really going to judge brands against brands. We'll mention it and explain it when we get there. But effectively, we're doing something a little bit different within the empire of the soda pop segment. It involves sodas. Yeah. Or soft drinks, as we like to call them over here. I like sody pop. I like that as a word. I don't use it a lot, but I do like sody pop. Sody pop's cool. Yeah. Pop's cool. Isn't it funny how um, soft drinks, carbonated soft drinks, have, um, which we're both enjoying one of I'm right now. A Luke's um, aid. 
they're one of those things with very localised vocabulary describing them, such as, famously, bread rolls in this country. Baps. Baps, barn, cake, balm cakes, they call them. Balm. I can think of three. Bap, roll, bread roll. It's that same thing, isn't it? It's about the same thing, yeah. Uh, Balm cake. Cake, though? To balm cake, yeah. Oh, we used to call them batches. Batch. Thank you. So That's a great name. For me, batch. Do you want to answer bread or a batch? That's what we used to say, like yeah. growing up, like back when I. Anyhow, grew up. that's they. You know, there's this sort of truism that you you can tell where you are in the um, in the UK by how they describe bread rolls, small bread rolls. Well, I think in the states, it's how you describe soda. Has is that. it? Yes, because in the southern states in America, they call it pop, right? No, they call it Coke. No, no they're so dominant. Look it up, mate. I know about this. So right? what they're Don't... saying is the generic term for anything fizzy is just Coke. Any soft drink, yeah. Have a, I'll have a lemon Coke. I'll yeah. have a, I'll they'll have say a... something like that. Give Just pop, pass us a Coke. And they, they'll say, give me a Coke out of the cooler or whatever. Right. And they won't necessarily expect a Coca-Cola. They, in the same way you go, get me a soft drink. And you don't know what you... you know? It's weird. That's a strange thing for me because like... We're so dominant in that part of the United States. But what if you want a Coke? You'd have... I, I don't know. You I, know what I mean? I'd like to know. But I, you, get us a Coke. No, no, this is a lemonade. What do you want? No, a I co- want a, a Coke. Coke. <laughs> no, that's a cherry pop. I, no, I want a Coke. No, stop giving me elderflower fizz. Yeah. Come on, man. They don't have elderflower. But yes, um, and that sometimes, and some parts they call it soda, of course. Yeah. Um, we're beginning to talk like old men. We're not beginning to talk like old men. We are middle. We're not, I'm not old. You are middle aged. I'm Paul. fucking not. I'm a young, vital man, and I. I will Are be you young though? forever in me head. Well, no. I'm 45. This is all part of your huge psychological complex about death, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Which you can't face. You can't actually face no, the reality. No, death I'm fine with. It's old age I'm not looking forward to. In fact, I'd bring on death right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> this is what I mean about this bad mental hygiene going down you sigh press the button <laughs> and then went kill me <laughs> yeah you're right listen let's crack on with the podcast mr silverman because for we have lots to explore today okay no problem yeah i'm up for it now i uh, don't get the last word in i'm gonna do that you always fucking do that i'll be like goodbye well, everyone and then mr. you go oh yeah goodbye at the end or it'll be like let's go to the next segment yeah let's do that stop it i'll end this segment with this sentence I've done it. That was the sentence. Da, 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 da. No, don't, don't. And do, you no, don't, don't, no, you don't. I, no, don't, no. I can't, no. No, no, no. I can't help myself when you go do, do, do. Don't go do, 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 do. All right. Much better. Much better. It is time for a part of the show we like to call the Charity Shop Showcase. That's the segment of the show where we find something in a charity shop and maybe it's not cheap. Maybe it's a little bit more costly than we'd usually spend on a regular episode. And today we have two, I think, quite interesting items uh, that we have found in the Charity Shop Showcase. So let's open up the Charity Shop Showcase. It is the Charity Shop Little Showcase. It's the one place where you can show your stuff. Come and come and come. <laughs> come on, come to the Charity Shop Showcase. Check it out. I'm Jimmy Jim, Jimmy Jim, Jim Pavarotti. Right, do you want to go first? Because yours is not as good as mine. Well, I'm not going to bring an item to the showcase if you already tell me. You foreshadow that you're not going to... Let's explain to everyone how this segment works. Go on, then. You do it. Paul, let's explain to everyone how this segment works. Go for it. We take items, like you say... Maybe a bit more expensive than your average one or two quid You may thing. have noticed I've already explained this, but go on, Eli. No, I'm just recovering that ground. The thing that we did 30 seconds ago, you just want to recover that, because no, I'm going to guess explained... you weren't listening. I was listening to you, Paul, yeah. but it was going blah, 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 blah in my head. This podcast cannot go on. <laughs> <laughs> it can't. It can't. Yeah. It has to, though. We're just sitting here on our two separate podcasts <laughs> fighting well, for I'm supremacy. Not, I don't have a separate podcast. Yeah, ain't that the fucking truth? Whoa. Yeah. Hard oh, truth. Oh, my shoulders. You know what, Eli? They ache. Do you know why my shoulders ache? For carrying you all these years. All oh, the ache. Well, put oh, me down. Back. 
All right, you're an ugly squat prick. Oh, again. That's how you do it in the army. Oh, my God. Stop. So we present these items. That oh, you're much, still going to go ahead and do this. That are a bit this. more expensive, maybe. And then the other person decides whether it is a charity shop showcase and goes into our esteemed list of items mm. or... It's got no place. It's got no place in that hallowed shelf. It's got no shelf. place in the showcase, so it has no face. Can't show its face around here. No place. It's a disgrace. Get out of this place. <laughs> don't deface. And don't deface the showcase on your way out. I'll spray you with mace. Come over here, Trace. <laughs> <laughs> your first item, Eli, is what? Now, okay, I'm going to say this. Like, we mentioned this a while ago, and you said, oh, it's in Crouch End. Go get it. <laughs> Did I say Crouch End? Yeah. It was in Camden. There's a problem. I go no to so many... No wonder I couldn't fucking find it. I go to so many charity shops. Um, yeah. Did I say Crouch End? Yeah, you yeah, did. Because then I spent I? that whole day in Crouch End and I was messaging you going, I've been in four fucking shops and I can't see now. Unless there have been two items in the London area recently, I was wrong about it being Crouch End because this was in Camden. Cancer Research, I believe, in Camden. And I saw it. There is a little bit of a backstory for this yeah. one. I saw this... And I show, I said to you, described it to you yeah. via WhatsApp yeah. and said, do you want it? Because no, I didn't, did I? I can't remember, but you did say I found I this. I saw it at the time, forgot, yeah. didn't take a photo, but thought to myself, oh, Paul would like that. And then I was somewhere else, probably Crouch End the yeah. next day, and remembered it. And then sent me a message. And then sent you a message. And it has a little viewfinder element because you like those, you like viewfinders, well, don't you? You I, like little... I do. No, I do. Hmm. But I thought this was going to be much different from what it actually is. I thought when you explained it to me, it was some kind of retro 70s Disney piece of merch. But it's actually quite a contemporary item, comparatively speaking. When, well, shall I just go ahead and I think describe just, it? I just think you should just get it out. This is a Disney Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, the journey to World's End storybook with compass. Now, the compass is the interesting element. Yes, it is. It's it is a bit, w- and at the World's End is like what? The, the last one of that original trilogy, isn't it? Is that the last one? That's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So this isn't one, an original story. This is the third film, is it? It's either adapted from the third film or whatever, but I don't know. I mean, I presume so, but... Uh, it's a storybook, you know, in that story style with lots of stills or yeah a uh, simplified version of the movie for kids to enjoy in a in a story but then it has this working compass uh working compass and picture viewer so the compass is a picture viewer and it has these little slides this is why i thought you'd like and it. do you click the slides along well with should we the... discover my gone a little ver- i think we should go on a little discovery because as i say i thought this was going to be like a viewfinder like remember that um thing you got a while ago with the, the Mickey Mouse ears. The Disneyland yeah. thing. And you click through it. It's like, oh, there's the there's you click the main one street. of his ears, don't yeah. you, to make the next slide appear. I love That's that. Great. Yeah. I love that stuff. I thought it was going to be something like that. It's, it has similarities. But also it meant that when I was looking for it, I didn't have that visually in my mind Well, to you look wouldn't have for. been able to find it. You were exactly. in the wrong part of well, London Well, that anyway. also doesn't fucking help, does it? <laughs> It's just in that shop at the back, around the back, in that corner. <laughs> really, I'm here right now, and I'm I'm not. I'm just seeing clothes. And anyway, I was in Camden the other day, and I saw it. And you and bought I, it. And I snapped it up. It's this. Oh, it's got the original price on it. Oh, and what did it go for originally? Fifteen quid. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's steep. Fourteen ninety nine. There. I mean, it's, is... it's it's the size of like an LP, isn't it? It's like it's the book. Almost is... exactly. Yes. But the book only takes up sort of two thirds, and then you've got um, the, the compass and the compass slides. mounted, and the slides are in their own little packet, which I'm getting out now. But I'm imagining it's... you look at the thing along with the story, right? Does it yeah. say? Well, let's get into it. It's made by Reader's Digest Children's Books. You know they what? They get everywhere, Reader's every Digest. Every now and then I go, oh, yeah, Reader's Digest still exists as a records, thing. They had records. They had all sorts of stuff, didn't they? Yeah. But it was an actual magazine, was it, at some point? It always has been. It's always been this kind of um, quarterly kind of thing where people submit stories or articles and it's... For amateur writers to oh, is that get right? this, I, I believe so. But there's Reader's Digest sort of versions of classic novels and stuff as well, isn't is there? there? Yeah. See, that's what I don't understand. Reader's they Digest do abridged versions, sort of dumbed down or sort of different versions. Like of a, stuff. A, a Reader's Digest dumbed down version of what, like Wuthering Heights? Yes. Weird. They have editions. Why yeah. would you do that? Why would you want to know. read that? It's a whole big industry, though. I want to read a book, and I want to read Wuthering Heights, but I don't fancy digging into the real book because the Reader's Digest one is half the length. Well, that's what a digest is, isn't it? It's a, it's a. But it's not like it. It's not like a, a condensed uh, text. Yeah, but it's also a not like those books you could get. You know those books you get where it's like a, a, a guide to Hamlet and it has the play, but then it holds Cliff Notes. A Cliff Notes It's version. not Cliff Notes. It's not no, like it's, that. No, it's actually a sort of simplified, maybe they make them the language on old books more. Maybe, but it makes sense for kids. Like if you're going to go, 
oh, here's a Ladybird book version of. That's something we need to do on the Cheap Show. We Lady haven't Bird. touched Ladybird books. No. You know what? We'll say that conversation when we have it. But you do get the impression that for Ladybird books, like I've got a Ladybird book version of Ghostbusters 2, right? Dumbs that story the fuck down to make put yeah. it into what? 12 pages. But that makes sense. Why as an adult would you want to read a condensed version of War and Peace? Because you're in sort of a Midwestern America and you don't have access to any sort of actual versions of any of these texts. But you do get the Reader's Digest version of it. it yeah, just because they weird. make it accessible, don't they? They make it so you can get hold of this stuff. Anyway. There's something naff about Reader's Digest. Yeah, it's, it's got this, it reeks of like old lady, middle class old lady vibes. Yes. I mean, the packaging itself isn't great. It's fine for what it is. It's a book with a lot of bloody plastic slides and a weird plastic compass. Because that's the thing. Oh, the viewfinder off. in this instance is like a plastic compass. It's a gold, fake gold compass. Similar to the one I think that features in the film that Jack Sparrow uses to... Ah, it must be, yeah. yeah. So there's that sort of holistic thing. They've thought about the product, you know. Yeah. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine slides with four images each. Four images each, and they're shaped like doubloons. Oh, clever. Oh, right. That's a nice touch. Do you see what I mean? That's a nice touch. That's what I mean. The theming is quite sort of th- thoughtful, but the actual finish is very cheap looking. Yeah, no, I would go with that. I would say the gimmick is the compass and the slides, and the book's Ooh. like, here's an excuse to have it. Oh, you know what? I kind of broken it because it's got a um, clasp. I think that goes oh, on your belt or oh, something. You can put it on your belt. Yeah. In case you need to be like, when you're going to the shops, you need to look at some uh, no, that's images. That's really handy, though, because yesterday I was going to like Morrison's and I thought, oh, I want to read Character of the Caribbean book. <laughs> oh, shit. And I didn't have me Well, you got it portable me. with this. Yeah, you got it portable. If you want to look at images of like. I could uh, have had my fix. Johnny like, Depp or something. It's like, oh, I can't, I can't, I don't know the plot. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can't and then, get. And then, oh, click. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I have a look while you're putting a slide? Have a look at the book there, Paul. <gasps> I'm handing him that. I'm going to put a slide in here. Captain Jack Sparrow's back for another adventure, blah, 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 filled with action-packed movie photos. The book also features a working compass that doubles as a viewer to use with the 10 accompanying picture discs. 10? Was there one already in it? No. Oh dear. Well, that makes no sense then. There because... are 10. Okay. There are 10. So you just can't count. I can't Good. count objects. Uh, readers insert the discs into the compass viewer and see 40 swashbuckling scenes from the movie. The greatest pirate adventure of them all is back in full swing and the book puts the readers right in the middle of the action. How do I get it to rotate? Is there anything about rotating the slide coins in the... It doesn't say anything. Uh, no, hang on. Let's look at the thing. So, uh, using the picture yeah, viewer. Me. To use the compass viewer, close the compass. You've done that. Done that. Take out the picture disc included with the book. When disc one is indicated in the book, find the disc with that number on it and insert it into the slot. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, oh, it's like turn the page, dingly, dingly, dingly. It's like uh, those ones where you got an EP, uh, a little single. There's like disc three and then a bunch of numbers with the number of slides on. Okay, so it goes along. Disc four. So, yeah, you do read That's a little toy element to it then. It's a bit awkward, though, to go, Jack Sparrow then went onto the boat and took out his cutlass. Slide four. Hold it to your eye. Look, click. It's like, just put a fucking photograph in a book. Turn the disc to the right with your finger as you read through the story. That's what I thought. And that action isn't very good. The numbers next to the text correspond to the numbers on the images seen in the picture viewer. When disc two is indicated in the book, take out the first disc, put the second one in, repeat the process until you get to disc ten. When using the compass as a picture viewer, go to a brightly lit room or a window. Hold the viewer up to the light and look for the eyepiece to see the pictures. When using this as a picture viewer, do not look directly into the sun. No, always good. There's Mackenzie Crook. There's the octopus octopus face guy. Yeah, that's Bill Nighy. I think that's Davy Jones, isn't it? That's Davy Jones himself. Why does he have a face that's an octopus then? Uh, Did did an octopus try and do him? No, it's because like when you get cursed as a pirate in these films, your face like, turns into an octopus. Well, he does, but the other one just becomes a skeleton crew, doesn't it, and stuff. And everyone has their own sea creep. I don't know. I watched the first one, liked it, and then saw the legs of the other two and went, "Don't give a fuck about that." And this is the third. And there's five of them, isn't there? Wow. Oh, it's a face. It's all right. This is fine as it is. It's a nice little thing. The problem is, it's like you have to be really, really into uh, Pirates of the Caribbean to get anything out of this. You know? Yes. And also, no, I don't like this whole read the book, look, read the bit. Yeah, but kids would look. like that, wouldn't they? Maybe. Maybe what it's I just... f- What I think is wrong with this, yes, I agree. It's quite, it's quite a nice little viewfinder, little device, toy thing. Yeah. But it's the way it's packaged. There's nothing to store it. You have, it's all sort of glued kind of crudely to the front of this piece of cardboard. You know, the, the presentation of it and the, how you can store it, it would just fall apart, you know? It, it's it, the yeah. finish. I don't like the presentation of the finish of the whole product, is Ugh. what I'm saying. There's a flag... And then 
there's Captain Barbosa or something. And then there's Keely uh, Ke- Knightley, whatever her name is. And then there's Johnny Depp looking like, you know, like he thinks he's an acting genius. And maybe in the 90s you could push for that argument. But now I think he's a fat neck twat whose stick has gotten old. There you go. Come at me, Johnny Depp. I'll fucking punch you right in the gooch. Would you? Yeah. You and Depp. Yeah. Perhaps we should do that. And Have a do, fight. Yeah, do an internet fight. Oh, well, that's a good idea. I reckon I could beat him up. Yeah. You think? You need to go train a bit. Yeah. And he, you know, he'd get the best trainers, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would. But then I'd be like, no, because it would be like Rocky Four. You'd see like him with his like super tech training. And I'd be out in the snow and pushing logs. You know what I mean? I'm, you... <laughs> to be fair, mate, that thought I just did, I think I might have been pushing a log. <laughs> it writes itself, this stuff. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? You know, like he's pushing logs. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> How's Rocky? Yeah, he's out in the woods pushing logs. <laughs> oh, Don't eat the yellow snows. Ah. Anyway, but you know what I mean? He'd be there. Beep, boop, beep, tech. And I'm, I'm out there punching like meat. Again. <laughs> pushing logs the, and punching meat. The, most the Paul ridic- Gannon story. <laughs> the most ridiculous thing about that film, Rocky Four is when the, his own trainers start cheering on Rocky. You know, the... Oh, the Russian guys, yeah. yeah. No, it's good. Rocky Four solves the uh, Cold War. It's one of the most 80s films of all time, isn't it? Apparently so, yeah. <laughs> You're not actually going to fight Johnny Depp, okay? So get Am out of that mindset, yeah. Who, which celebrity do you think you could fight? What do you mean? If, if you could pick anyone from Hollywood to have a fist fight in, for charity, for a bit of laugh, who do you think you'd have a good chance against? And don't say, like, I don't know, Michael Caine because he's old. Michael Caine. Yeah, but you don't want to be, like, in a ring punching oh. an old man to death to well, raise money for... I don't want to have a fight. Well, who are you saying I should fight? I don't know. I, I don't, don't want to fight. I don't you'd want... have to fight someone you who I don't co- want to fight. What? That, um... Brad Pitt. Why? He's pro- he looks like he could actually handle himself. Yeah, but I'm not. Ring. I'm not going to pick Brad Pitt for you, am I? I'm not going to have gonna you. Pick then me and Devito, Jan- Danny Devito. You and Devito. Come on, the size works. Jeanette Cranky could work as well. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not getting into this with you. This is just a, an a opportunity for you to fucking. It would be close, but demean maybe, me. But maybe Nucky Bear could take you on. <laughs> Nucky Bear. <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Shut up. Maybe we need to have like a death match of 1980s light entertainment puppets. You know, Lord Charles, Nookie Bear, Orville, Cuddles. That That's what is so fascinating. Fucking... It's in the late 70s, they were toys, weren't they? Ventriloquist puppets. It was a big craze. Yeah. Creepy shit. Anyway, is it a showcase or no plays? Because this is 20 minutes and I didn't <laughs> expect that. And that's fucking... Uh, no. The uh, Pirates of the Caribbean... Is a no place for me. It's a no place for me, but would... it's it's cute enough, and I think serves its purpose well for kids. Really fine. I would like to see it in a, a more elegant Package. presentation. Mm. You know, I think it could could sell itself a lot better. Like you could have made it like it was a thick old book and had the compass slipped inside and Absolutely. still had pages. You know, there's no thought been given to the actual no. presentation. But then that's probably costly. So maybe this is the also most cost effective way. The doubloon um, slides. Where'd you you could have them? a little little. Um, Purse. Hessian bag or something, you know? It's the presentation that really lets it down. Well, Reader's Digest, you've shat the bed with this one, but keep on trying, you plucky little go-getters. The completists only, I think. I think so too. So there you go, a no place, but hey, after this little sound effect, it's time for me to whip out mine. Can I please fucking say something? No. See you after the sound effect, everybody. I'm cutting that out. Oh, fuck you. It is the charity shop, little, little showcase. It's the one place where you can show your stuff. Right, item number two is something I literally just got not a few hours ago as I was heading in. Popped into North London Hospice, you know, one of our favourite places to investigate for bits and bobs. They are, have a, a lot of stuff in there that's really good. All over this part of London. They mm. are North London. So I popped by because I hadn't been to that particular one up by Wood uh, Green for a while. That's a particularly good one. Yeah. But it's a bit out of the way. You know what I mean? So you kind of have to make an effort to go there locally. Yeah. So because I just got off one stop later, popped in, and I saw they had a stack of annuals at the front, but half of them were kind of uh, covered up by the one on top of it. So I couldn't quite see the whole stack. So I went in and said, that's an interesting pile can I have a look? Was it in the window? Yeah. Ah. So, like, the first one was, like, a Knight Rider book. Not an annual. No, it was a like a, it was kind of like a thin storybook. Ah. Uh, there was a Starsky and Hutch annual there as well. Yeah. Uh, but this one also was the most expensive. The other one was, like, two, three, four quid. This one was a tenner. I don't know where, why. Well, why, why? Probably because, oh, they looked online and saw something going for that price, even if it didn't sell for that price. 
Or, I don't know, I've never seen this in a while. And I also didn't know he did many of these, if any more than this. But this is the Kenny Everett Video Show Annual 1981, based on the quote-unquote zany chart-topping TV series from Thames TV. Well, how is it chart-topping? They didn't have TV charts. But we talked about Kenny Everett numerous times on the show in the past, especially when we talked about that record he brought out with the, the worst, worst songs. Worst ever. songs of all time, or, or what have you. So this annual is, is kind of confusing to me, because I don't know who the audience is. Like, you look at it, and to a glance, I mean, there are pictures of all this stuff on our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. Annuals are for children. They are. But this one, it's kind of like trying to be Viz, but it pulls every single punch it has. But at the same time, it's also not suitable for kids based on a few of the articles and turns of phrases in it. Please, expand. So, Kenny Everett had a TV show, sketch show, you know, probably dated quite badly overall. The video show. Yeah, the video show is dated quite badly. It was in the sweet spot of when I was at school, and yeah. it was a huge deal. Kids loved it. Oh, yeah. But, I but loved they loved it because of the naughty aspect of it yeah and the you know that he cross-dressed in a lot of the characters didn't he and cleo rocco was always bouncing around with their boobs and stuff everyone like that. loved that yeah the kids loved that stuff at the time written by barry cryer some of the sketches you know it's like it had some pedigree to the show it's just it's one of those shows you look back on now and think oh god bless you you couldn't get away with that now you but... couldn't get away with any of it now um but it just goes to show that comedy is the most quickly dated of all genres As people listening to this podcast in 2040 can attest to. So it's got an interesting mix. Like, it's got comic strips of Captain Kremen. I've seen that before. That's his uh, alter ego superhero character. That came from his radio series, yeah. But I believe there was animated segments in the TV one. But anyway, you got the, it, the way it breaks itself down is, like, it feels very kid-friendly. Like, the comic strip with Captain Kremen has nothing in it that suggests it would turn an adult's attention. You know, it's just like, oh, that's a cute story about Captain Kremen on an adventure. And then you've got, like... A bit where you can cut out like cuts and bruises Ooh. and stitches from the manual and stick it on your skin. Like a, a, which is again something a joke shop sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, which is again to kids, like to young ten, nine or twelve year olds, something like that. It's very boyish though, isn't it, in a way as well. Yeah. And then you've got a page here. I mean, here's the other question as well. It doesn't tell you who wrote this, but I don't know if Kenny Everett touched a single page of this. It might have done. I don't know. Very strange. It doesn't tell you if Barry Cryer wrote it. It doesn't tell you if there's any other writers from the TV show who contributed to it. It literally says nothing other than it was published in Stafford Pembershire Publishing. So did his his TV show, did that have a whole team of writers then? Yeah. yeah and yeah, it was yeah. on the ITV? Uh, yeah, Thames TV, mm. wasn't it? For instance, I'll give you this page. There's a, there's, there's a gag where Kenny Everett's gone. I've come up with a show which is kind of like Call My Bluff, but I've called it You Lying Git. Ooh, Git. And then it, and yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, that's the first part of the book where you go, oh, I don't know if a 10-year-old's going to get that. But then it, it breaks down the panellists of this game show. And like one of them, Wally. Wally's team is joined by Lily Lamont, an artistic dancer who adores animals. Lily has plenty of male friends and is very popular in places with dim lights where no one minds if you've got a paper bag over your head. Lily cares very deeply about this and the other, and although she doesn't claim to be an expert, she knows what she likes and doesn't mind losing a few hours to tell you all about it odd breakdown of a character. Strange. And there's another one. Our first team captain is Ronnie Tradge, a bus driver suspended on full pay until the inquiry. Ronnie likes <laughs> drinking, eating, smoking, and making his views known in a loud voice and drooling over naked women. Ron is an excellent conversationist whose claim, I never speak unless I'm right, has enlivened many a sparkling debate. Brexit gammon. It does sound like <laughs> early... It's. I mean, this sounds like a man on Twitter, basically. So, like, a yeah. This... Is like they is like the market doesn't exist almost. So they're trying to they're trying to spread his appeal across the widest demographic. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Again, it jumped out the sort of incongruence with the sort of childish stuff and the more adult themed stuff. Because that's the thing, Kenny Everett, love him or hate him. I mean, I love him. A lot of his humor was very very childish. It was almost like first funny idea wins to yes. come through. But Which is kind of rude well, yeah. as well. I mean, that's why I liked it, because it was all a bit rude it with like, tits, wasn't it, Cupid and Stunt and Sid Snot yeah. and all those characters. I didn't even know the word the w word cunt then. No, well, that's why he got away with it. It's funny he uses git as well. Yeah. Isn't that such a dated but, but look um, at this. insult? So, Would you call someone a git these days? Uh, you I never... do every now and then, like you jammy git or whatever. You're only in that context, in jammy that, git. When you want to speak like a guy in the 70s pub. Then you say git, but it's like pillock. It's these, these insults that you don't use anymore. So, so Kenny Everett thing, you look at it on a shelf, it looks like something for kids because it's got a drawing on the front of Captain Kremlin, blah, blah, blah. Here's the first advert in their fake advert right. thing. 
uh, electronic suicide kit. Go out in style with our electronic suicide kit. Ooh. The miracle of the microchip has enabled us to incorporate all known forms of self-destruction into one electronic suicide kit. Thrill to the computer-controlled Russian roulette. With our new kit, you can play anywhere, either on the bus or in the comfort of your own home. Only 799 quid. It's uh, a weird thing to put in. Uh, Coconut tyrants. All the world's tyrants are included in this monster-sized box of delicious, mouth-watering coconut sweets. They're so lifelike, you can almost hear them ranting and raving as you pop them in your mouth. Ideal for parties. What can we think of, then? I'm just trying to think of dictator sweets puns. Uh, pulp, pulp, pots, uh, p- uh... This is why we need to write gags like this, mate, because we can't do them on the fly. Hitler lolly. Hitler lolly, <laughs> mate, come on. I, you have to start somewhere bad to get to somewhere good, Paul. Yeah, I know. I don't think we're going to go f- anywhere <laughs> up from fucking Hitler lollies. Mussolini. Uh... Great. No, no. This is this is the art of making comedy, isn't it? it it's just throwing shit at the wall, seeing where it sticks. Uh, something bounty. Um... Well, I drop that. <laughs> yeah, just, let's just ditch it. Let's just get out of here, can we? Oh, I let off a little there. Did you? <laughs> Look, we're looking. We're we're searching for content here. Perhaps Wait, I've got another the, thing. I just well. have this one observation for yeah. you. Perhaps the price is to do with the condition because we are both looking at it now, and it's, it's in it great looks, condition. Looks new, almost and brand new. Let's not forget, eighty-one was forty-two Fucking years ago. Yeah, I know, right? It, it, this it's is almost as old book. as me. This yeah. book. And it's looking good for it. Yeah. No, and also... And the same can't be said for you. Something. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) I'm really being bad this week, sorry. (laughs) Mate. Oh, splubbage. Mate, mate. What? Stalin snacks. Uh, close, it's getting there. You know what I mean? I'm just going to throw it in there. I'm going to drop him in and throw up the rest of the show. Right, there's a section here. (laughs) Kill me. There's a segment here called The Real Me, where they do an interview, apparently, with Kenny Everett. However, there's it's just the writing in this is odd. Scholastic investigators in search of the elusive Everett persona have come up with several sharp observations ranging from a kaleidoscope mirror of a man's deepest fears through to you mean that fella that dropped the hair at the dog track to he wants his lips stapling to the back of his head. But who is the real me, the private person behind the public star? We decided to compute the questions who asked about me and then answer them to let you see. Very strangely written. And it I feel like he did. You know, he's very much someone who wants to control every aspect I, I get that though because it's so it's like his, his material is so idiosyncratic to yeah. him as a character that everything blossoms from that character that, that to that persona outwards doesn't it but that sort of relates to that interview a bit I think and I, I feel like he probably wrote this what was your first job walking in front of Dean Martin with a red flag what is the most unusual thing that ever happened to you I broke both legs in a raffle yeah he's trying to be funny and then there's a whole thing Auntie Carla tells you how to keep a man but there's like big tits and they make sure the nipples oh. Oh, how pronounced. strange. And I don't know what that oh, is. Can I have a little look at it? Yeah, please? I'll just read this one last little bit okay, up, sure. um, which is more adverts, where it's like, are you mad? There's only one way to find out our brand new sanity testing kit. If you think that you're a few bricks short of a road, blow hard into our sanity testing kit and then check our reading on the crystals and our expert chart analysis. Only one million pounds. Dog repellent suit, electronic pizza, Slow coach cooker. Limited edition pub signs of the world. China turnips. I don't understand. It's very much his world of uh, of strange stuff. It sounds, when you read that stuff out, I can almost hear his voice, you know, yeah. doing his funny shtick. Internal deodorant. Bad smells start inside the body. <laughs> if you want to get right to the heart of the problem, get our new Nifco internal deodorant kit, consisting of one jar of Nifco deodorant cream and a wire brush with a long, flexible handle. You see, that's not for kids. Our kit means you, you can can forget about body odour, only 450 quid. And that's it in a nutshell. There's so much in there. Paul. It's comic strips, it's stories, there's little kind of adventure stories, and like there's like an Ask a Doctor section. It's a curious Naughty bits. They were the sexy girls in the show, weren't oh, they? Oh, there's a, it's like a centrefold. It is. It's, naughty it's, it's exactly a centrefold with all these girls in fishnets. And looking... I mean, that's not for children. I can see her ch- chuffney. You can see... I can't. I mean, I can't actually. You know, I can see where you can her... see most of the camel's mouth. Yes, I can see the camel can. area. Um, but, but Eli, uh, is it all right if I borrow this, <laughs> mate? If you're going to borrow it, 
I'm just gonna go ahead and let you fucking keep it. <laughs> no, I just want to have a little minute. No, with I, it no, now. no, 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 no. But you know what? You, do you know what I don't uh, want, Eli? I, I, no, you know if you take it, you know what I don't want. I don't spunk onto the book. I, I mean, just don't want on. it back. Yeah, but your hands are gonna be touching it, and your hands will have seed upon them. They will. And then there'll be fingerprints of spoff all over that book. I mean, to be fair, I might need to put a blacklight over that right now and just check if there's not like no, it's forty-year-old great... grumble all over. There it, isn't. You know? <laughs> well, they've cleaned it up well because it's in very good condition. There yeah. is some kind of stain on the back. Um, they do have internal deodorant, don't they? You can have those pills in Japan that make your poo smell of roses. That's not a deodorant, though, if it's just making your poo come out nice. What else is, would you need an internal deodorant for? You don't need an internal deodorant because yeah. there's no such thing. It was a joke. Well, that's, that, the point. that's what I'm trying to tell you. There is such a thing. Those pills you get in Japan that make your poo smell of roses. Well, in that case, next week on Cheap Show, we're ordering those pills. I would love to, man. Actually, didn't we talk about doing that years ago? We, we should never got... so do that. Ladies that's and gentlemen, an off-brand brand off for you. All right, so we're going to crack two turds out, <laughs> and you have to guess which one's normal poo and which one's the rose-flavoured one. <laughs> yeah, I would do. do I would actually do yeah. that. Um, uh, on the nose, it's a bit harsh. I can't tell you. It's a bit fake on the nose. Paul, the only other comment I wanted to make is it's weird whole thing with those. both those ads demonstrated a, um, let's just say, a sort of irresponsible attitude towards mental health issues. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. you yeah, wouldn't get now. The suicide absolutely. device. Yeah, yeah. And... What was the other it's one? Very cavalier. So wouldn't get it now. Off brand? Uh, not off brand or off brand. <laughs> is, it a, is it a showcase or does it have no place? For me, this is an absolute smack dab showcase. It Paul. is. It's a showcase. It's, it's going very on the hallowed shelf. Very nostalgic for me. It's got the the original Thames logo on the cover. Yeah, there. I like that. The artwork. It's nice. It's got a lovely vibe. The artwork. And I just to- wish I knew more about it. Like, did Kenny Everett write any of it? I don't know. It infers at times that he did, but it could just be, you know, ghost-written nonsense. Yeah, maybe that's trying to be in his style, sort of. But I think maybe they only did it for a very short time because of that weird incongruousness of the market. It might have just annuals of the kids. One. Yeah, might be just the one. Well, maybe, maybe we could find that out and come back on that. But definitely putting it in the showcase. It won't be. It won't. It has a place in the showcase. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, slip it into the showcase hole now. Shunk. It's nice, in. Nice it's sound. in. It's in. It's nice case, and it's in there with all the other items. And I'll be returning the. Uh, I'm going to sort of do a little touch up yeah, and, and reattach. I'm going to glue the uh, the holster back for on. the uh, yeah. compass back on, and then I'm going to return it. And put it back into the charity shop infrastructure. Put it back into yeah. the charity shop well, in, infrastructure. Infrastructure. All we've got time for on charity shop showcase, but hey, stick around because we're going to our soda pop town. Next on the Ding Ding Cheap Show bus. Next on the bus. Down. Why is it always boop, the boop. fucking bus? Ding Ding. Come on, Governor. Do you want to get on the bus? The cheap <laughs> it's show not, bus. There's not a bus. Do you want to get on the Cheap Show bus? Ding 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 Ding. Next I stop. know. I don't so want to get on this through. bus. I ordered an Uber. What are you doing here with this bus? It's cheaper and it's better for the economy. Ding Ding. Boop boop. I Press got, the button. I know. I got. Uh, ding ding. No. Just going. Ding Ding. I've got to do something, mate. Cheap Show bus. Ding Ding. We've taken a quick sabbatical, but now we're back with a segment of the show that we are calling the Soda Pop Challenge. Back from a brief sabbatical. I just said this. Why? Why? Back from a little sabbatical, everyone. <laughs> Why have you got nothing? Why do you consistently I do got, get I nothing? I do not got nothing, all right? You do got nothing all the time. I do. I have something. Welks and other sea creatures. Do you think they're like uh, having a good time down there? <laughs> Let's just make this quick, Paul. No fucking about straight to it. <laughs> Cut to Welks. How about Welks, Paul? <laughs> I've got facts. Just do the introduction. I've got stuff to say. Right. So we're doing a thing, a soda pop challenge. Um, we were we given go. a selection of stuff by Tom from Channel 84. We've got a load of stuff for us to get through. Um, but I thought we'd pick this thing out and do something a little bit different. He gave us a range of Dr. Pepper drinks, right? And each one's a different take on it. It's not just Dr. Pepper. There's a flavor attached to That's it as well. That's what they've been doing, Paul. It's what they've been doing. So I The doctors at Dr. Pepper. The scientists at the Dr. Pepper labs... Imagine um, you were called Dr. Pepper, Professor Fe- Pepper, and you were Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Dr. Pepper and Dr. Pepper. You could Imagine there was an actual guy called Dr. Pepper. There probably is somewhere in the world. You, the, the, the odds are good, aren't they? There's a Dr. Pepper in existence. No, there's lots of, there's probably thousands of Dr. Peppers. Yeah. but I'd, it, probably, I, I'd say about 700 worldwide. Here's the thing. In a job interview, what makes you think you're a good doctor? Hey, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, we could do like Several that. of your patients could die, and you could be uh, executed for murder. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. It's amongst the worst things. I just wanted to say, yeah, I learnt recently that Dr Pepper, because of several lawsuits, people trying to fuck fuck them over, are they misunderstood? Namely, Coke yeah. and Pepsi. They are 
they proved in court that they were not uh, established in court that they're not a cola. Do you know like what Jaffa cake test thing or uh, something? Yeah, sort of. And you know what they're known as? A pepper style drink. A pepper style yes, drink. Yes, because Mr. Pib, Mr. Pro- Pib, I believe, yeah, is is a pepper style drink. It's what true. PepsiCo or Coke did as a challenge to, to Dr. The Pepper. Dr. Pepper's crown. I think they Dr. Pepper said you can't call it doctor or something. Okay. They had a doctor, Dr. Coke or something. So I there's probably know. like a drink out there called Professor Salt's Fizzy Wonder yeah. or something, you know? I like... I, I could have done better with that guy, <laughs> to be honest, but... You know, we're we're on our feet. We're just dancing around. We're trying to make sexual Surgeon comedy Chili. music. Call it Surgeon Chili. Yeah. Hello, I'm Surgeon Chili. Grand Surgeon Chili. Yeah. What about? No. Uh... Let's, you know what? <laughs> we're not doing well today on that. So let's just put a pin in that. I've got nothing. No, but really, in a real, in a real deep down way, Eli. Paul. About Adol- Adolf biscuits. Adolf biscuits. It's just simple, <laughs> but it works, doesn't it? Adolf biscuits. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's so you. Don't say that. Just go, go calling back to before, wasn't I? When? When we oh, Adolf biscuits. Yeah, the the biscuits. The, what was the it fucking... meant to be? Was it meant to be confectionaries with it with was like yes. chocolates based Coconut. on tyrants? Yeah, Adolf biscuits. Gaddafi taffy. Oh, why oh, weren't you there? No, well, I am five, here. High five. Yeah. You did it. I did it, boys did, and we girls. We couldn't. What, we'll see neither next, of us. We'll see you next week on Cheap Show. Get out! Get out! Get out! Gaddafi Taffy, whoa, <laughs> good. I knew there was one in there, a gem, you know, and you've uncovered I it. I got Gaddafi. I got Gaddafi Taffy. Gaddafi. That was that. I got Gaddafi Taffy. Gaddafi. Ringtone rap version. Yeah, very good. I very got Gaddafi. Gaddafi Taffy. Right, we've got to get this quick. This episode's already too fucking long. We've got four different variations of Dr. Pepper. And the challenge Eli has blindfolded today is I'm going to give him a taste of each one and he just has to tell me if he thinks it's the cream soda, the vanilla float, the strawberries and cream or the cherry vanilla flavour edition of that drink. Four versions of the pepper. Paul, I feel I need to come clean about a certain fact now relating to this test. Please ejaculate with clarity. Um, All but one of these are somewhat familiar to my palate. But that's fine. The challenge here is to say, yeah, that one's cream soda. Yeah, that one's... Because look... Cherry vanilla and vanilla float. What's going to be the difference there? Do you think what what the vanilla is the difference? Yeah, but as a flavor profile, float will it... is vanilla ice cream though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, weird. So you say you say what is the difference between vanilla float with a Dr Pepper flavor and then the cherry vanilla, which will still have that cream it's soda the kind of the thing. Difference, isn't and it? then you got cream soda. So vanilla cream soda. There's all there's a homogenous kind of gloop of flavor. Yeah. Yes, that, the they stra- very much um, sort of strawberries and cream. There's a cream. There's a dash of cream there. So there's a lot going on. I've enjoyed the strawberry and cream one. You the, only one, the only one I haven't actually two tell a lie. Okay, I haven't had their cream soda. I'm not a lover of cream soda. I prefer yeah. a. Um, it depends what mood I'm in. A champagne cola. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. Similar category, but I think I prefer champagne. With the co- champagne Coca Cola in the sky. Um, and then what? The cherry vanilla. The cherry I haven't tasted. Uh, just for the record, we were going to add in for a bit of a wild card a ch- wild cherry Pepsi. Well, I've got here. Which, uh, but it's you know bullshit. what? It's bullshit. If I was going to buy Pepsi, just get I them. would buy the Max Cherry. Yeah, I don't know. Which I, I love. That's a know. cool thing. I don't understand the, the, the love of that. It's a vile fucking concoction. No, and Nick Helms. Like going some way it's to like really, yeah, propping that it. lie up. I know he's not listening, so fuck Nick Elm <laughs> with his fucking Cherry Max Pepsi fucking agenda. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't know he was into it before. I just like his Instagram's it. fucking nothing but shells. I mean, of understand the stuff. that now, but I got into it before it was cool. I just want to say that. Uncle Money didn't get him. No, you know why I got into it because of Beard Meets Food on YouTube. Oh yeah, that guy. He professed a liking for it, and I thought I'll try it because I'm trying to drink less sugary drinks. More. So basically, what I've noticed is you, Helm, and that guy all have something in common. We like Pepsi Max Cherry. And what's the thing that also unites you? You fucking all bearded idiots. So there you go. Ooh, okay. Wow, I'll fucking take you all on. This was meant to be fucking put you in a ring with me and Johnny Depp. And Why are we all getting fighting? Fucking have a fucking don't get ch- fighting. Fucking chin Jimmy Cranky at the same time. <laughs> leave Jimmy Cranky. Snap hey. Lucky Bear's head hey, off and Paul, piss in its mouth. You leave Jimmy Cranky to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is personal for me. Fucking you leave Jimmy Cranky. Oh, fan dappy. Right, 
So, we're going to take a quick break. Now, I'm going to pour out the four tins into four separate glasses. And I will be putting my blindfold on, and I will have no idea which of the drinks he'll be taking into his mouth. I'll give him a glass of water Remind to wash Remind me of them out. again, because they all homogenised into one glop in my well, brain stem. we can go through it again, but we're going to do cream soda, vanilla float, strawberries and cream, and a cherry vanilla edition of the Dr Pepper branded right, and soft once drink. again, once again on all of those, please? No, we're going to do it again one by one anyway, okay. so don't worry about it, all right? The strawberry one... The strawberry and cream, vanilla cherry, vanilla float, or cream soda. Mm. All right? Now it's time for the challenge to begin. Eli will don it, and I will dispense it, and we'll come back to you in a little moment. Oh, hark! Before I hear a sound effect. Right, Eli has now bound his eyes with a scarf. He cannot see anything, can you? No. Like he could not see me giving him the bird just oh. then. Well, no, it's a good. It just goes to prove oh, no, it. Oh no, no, sorry. What? Not doing it. All right. Not care. I can't carry on. All right. Bye. This is this is the <laughs> best news I've heard all day. <laughs> go on. Sod off, troglodyte. Sod off, troglodyte. <laughs> yeah, go on. That's my autobiography. <laughs> Eli Silver, sod off, troglodyte. <laughs> Anyway, just fucking do it. I'm... Right, so I have Is pulled... my mouth in the right place, though, in Don't terms you of the worry. mic? You stay where you are. Okay. I will adjust and amend if needs be in the edit. I will hand you the drinks, and I'll hand you the water between the two, all right? So... Sure. We'll take our time with it. No rush, but I'll tighten it in the edit, all right? Don't you worry, daddy Okay. So, we have four drinks... I've written them down in the order that they're going to come in. Each glass is next to the tin, so I can keep a track of which one he's got. And all I'm going to need Eli to do is taste each drink, give me his thoughts, and then if he wants to commit right there and then, or we can go back at the end, all I right? Think, I think there might be some going back and forth a bit with no these. No worries. Because you think one's a vanilla float and one's a cream soda. What conce- I can't even conceive of what's the difference there. Well... Here you know? is your first, all right? So, so I'm lost. Uh, always uh, doubtful going into these tastes. Are you ready for your first? Um, I am ready for my first, Paul. Yes, thank Can you. Can you put your right hand out to the side? And I will, no, right out to the side, like you're, like you're signaling the bus. Yeah, cool. And I'll put the glass in your hand that way. He has glass number one. Ooh, very Play-Doh-y. Oh, he's doing and the nose. I think that's the, think well, that. it just tastes like, it smells just like Dr. Pepper. I'm not getting anything else there. Oh, God, this is going to be impossible. This could be quite hard, actually. But this is the first one you're drinking now. That just tastes like Dr. Pepper to me. You don't have to commit to anything right now. We can put a pin in it, right? And you can come back to it, all right? Do you want a bit of water? Yes. Right, there you go. You know what we should have done? And actually, on reflection, I'm reg- I regret we didn't. Which is what? Just get a Dr. Pepper in, a blank one. Yeah. Just so, as a base flavour, you could start from there and then maybe, knowing it was the Dr. Pepper baseline, start from there as it a signifier. It probably would have made it a bit easier for me, but that could be the vanilla float. Okay. It had a very Play-Doh-y sort of flavour. yeah. Right, drink number two. Okay, here's two. Let's... Number two. Well. Any more on the nose there? Very similar on the nose, man. Mm. What notes? What notes, darling, are you There's, getting? I'm getting vanilla where there wasn't a, on that first one. Okay, so at least that stands out. Yeah. So I just, I'm just going to remind you of all the drinks. So you oh, can that's attach. like a cream soda. Just so you know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to um, give you one more time the flavour titles so that will help you make a decision, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to do this out of order of what I've given you so far, so don't worry about that. So you've got strawberries and cream, cream soda, vanilla float, strawberry, uh, no, sorry, cherry vanilla. Yeah, there we go. Vanilla float and cherry vanilla. So if you've got a vanilla note there, you know it's probably down to two at least, or may, I don't know. There is a strawberry and cream, but I'm guessing no strawberry notes there, as far as you can tell at this stage. Again, only I know the answers. Mm, I think that's the cream soda. Okay, you don't have to commit. Give me the glass back. There's one that's just a vanilla f- There float. is vanilla float, Yeah. cherry vanilla. Is the vanilla float or the cream soda? Two. Okay. I'm going to make a quick note of the one you said for that second one. So you said that's either what? Cream soda? Or vanilla float. I'll just make a note of that, just so if we go back to it, we can remember what you said. Yeah. Right, number three. Oh, this is the strawberries. Yeah, it's got that that almost, um, what were they, Polly Poppets? Polly Pockets. Polly Poppets. <laughs> you know, strawberry sundae, the little toy. Oh, strawberry the... shortcake. Yeah? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's I know what you're I'm saying. Getting. It's got that's that recognisable fake strawberry Fake smell. strawberry. I'm going to have a sip now. This is drink number three, just to reiterate. Yeah. Mm. It's the sweetest so far as well, on the front. On the I, front I, I've tasted this, and I will at least agree with you on that, it's the sweetest. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Not bad, though. Not in a horrible way. Not in an That's off-putting way. It's strawberry one. Do you want me to lock that one in, then? Which I've had before, so perhaps it's recognition as well. Strawberry and cream, please lock that in. All right. You know what? That's not a bad place to start, because if that's a confident one, 
then it'll help you maybe figure out the other three. Yeah. Right, bring it forward. I can return. Can I have another taste of one or two of these yeah, yeah. if I wish? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. yeah. The fourth and final drink is coming into Eli's hand now. He's put his hand out for the cheap show bus. Ding, ding. There we go. Caught the bus. Oh, oh, dearie me. Right, what are you thinking of this? You just had a snuff. Again, we're back to neutral Dr. Pepper smell. There's a very slight... Oh, excuse me. I heard that. A very slight astringency. Astringency. At the very back, which mm. is like a sour cherry sort of thing. And is it wild? That was the Pepsi, remember? So that's a different thing altogether. Oh, God. <laughs> you had... I'll just go through them again. It's not any kind of cherry. It just says cherry. Yeah. No, remember, you had uh, strawberries and cream, vanilla float, cream soda, and cherry vanilla. Let's ignore the ch- strawberries one, because we're confident that you got it I one right. I think this is the cherry. You think this is cherry vanilla? Yeah. Okay, right. So you're at the end of all four drinks now. I think the first one is the vanilla float. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So you think one is vanilla float. And I think number two is cream soda. And number three, strawberries and cream. And number four, cherry. Uh, Cherry cherry vanilla. vanilla. This has definitely got a sort of um, a cherry cola vibe. Now, do you want to drink any of them again? Let's just have the first one again, please. Just number one again. This is the first one again, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what are you saying with that one? I'm getting much more vanilla. So that basically gives you a vanilla float or the cherry vanilla. Now that's the cherry. Wait, so which one? Is it vanilla float or cherry vanilla that you want to say this one is? This is the cherry. Cherry vanilla? Yeah. It's not cream soda. It's not vanilla float. You think this first one is cherry vanilla? Yeah. I just want you to be confident so when I write this down, you don't complain that I fucked you up or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that is cherry vanilla. All right, okay. So that's... So I can lock this one in? Yeah. So I can lock in one and three. Locked in strawberries and cream, which is number three, and number one, cherry vanilla. And I think the fourth one is the vanilla float, and I think the second one is the... Cream soda. Yeah. That's it. I'm taking my blindfold off. Yeah? Difficult. They're very close, these. Okay. I think you'd have to agree. You can take your blindfold off and get close to the mic now if you want. Yeah. Very close, aren't they? I tasted them along with you. Yeah. And I'll be honest, two of them I couldn't tell apart, and I knew what I was fucking drinking. Yeah, that's what I mean. They are, so that's it's, one it's of the tough. toughest. It's a tough one. And, you know, the first one was transformed into a cherry flavour mm. by the time I'd finished. Do you know what I mean? It was weird. It's, it was so that contextual. Ro- that kind of, kind of uh, rosiness, that kind of perfumey rosiness that comes out with cherry. I thought I was getting it from the number four, a sort of astringency, a sort of, you know, sour cherry sort yeah. of note. Anyway, um, I think I got the, I think I got the, at least one right. Well, would you like to know I what would. the actual results, results are? I'm desperate for both the results and the results. Well, Paul. join us next week <laughs> where we will reveal oh, the thrilling conclusion to this pointless exercise. Clifton no. notes. Here we go. I'll reveal the answers. So, uh, drink number one, you said was cherry vanilla. Yes? Yes. Uh, why that one, do you think? Just because the, the, the vanilla was prominent, the cherry was more the prominent? Cherries, most... They all taste of fucking vanilla, don't they? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, a little bit. There was a little bit of that. No, with if you Pepper. go by vanilla, you're fucked. Man. True that. You are fucked. If you True that. The amount of vanilla or whatever. No, it was the cherryness after I returned to it. It was very similar to a cherry Coke... Or even a Cherry Max uh, okay. Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. So, you said Cherry Pepsi Vanilla. Max, cherry Pepsi Max. It's not called Max Pepsi. Oh, hello, I'm Max Pepsi. <laughs> I'm Max Pepsi. <laughs> Why does he do that? Because all my characters do that when I have no other ideas. Oh. Uh, so, let me just get, let's get fucking through this. So, you said <laughs> Cherry Vanilla. I did, on second thought, yeah. You were correct. I tell you what, you get a, a fizzy pop for that. One fizzy pop. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Shit. Uh, number two, you said was cream the soda. cream soda. Right. Uh, why did you think that was the cream soda? Well, out of interest. Because I kind of had a thin slicing moment where my semi-subconscious just said cream soda to me. You know? It just went, uh, Yeah. Just like, uh, mm. Just the idea that I was drinking popped cream in. soda popped in. And I thought, ah. Uh. All right. It had a gestalt in my mouth saying one thing. Poor. Cream soda. All right, okay. That's what it was saying. Uh, well, it lied to you because you were wrong. Oh. That one was vanilla float. Yeah, shit. But it's like those, that one. That means the last one the... must have been the cream soda because definitely three is strawberries. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. That is how it plays out. Three there was definitely go. strawberries and cream. The most prominently obvious flavour, I think, of the four. Yeah, and, and I then, think my favourite. Yeah, my, maybe mine, certainly because it stands out. It just got something else going on. And four is cream soda, but a cream soda was kind of like... Um, Probably my least favourite. That, to me, tasted just like Dr Pepper. If it had been a 
can you taste that or Dr. Pepper and figure out which one's which? Maybe, impossible. maybe more noticeable because there's something to play off. But to the mind's tongue, <laughs> that, that's, that's... It's funny, isn't it? It's almost like it's a sort of scam where Still. they're just sort of suggesting... Yeah. Much more in the sort of in the packaging that this has a different flavor. Well, we, we They're say, giving you basically the very same thing, you know. We say this a lot on the podcast because it's come up from time to time. But it's that whole ragu thing where it's like we need to know the perfect ragu, and this expert went, "No, just make different types of ragu, and you'll boost your sales. Stick mushrooms in that one. Stick garlic in that one. Oh, more yeah. herbs in yeah. that." And then this is taken to the ultimate level yeah. now with lots of products. So what was your favourite then, the strawberries and cream? I would say my favourite was the strawberries and cream and my second favourite was the cherry. You know, because they have something going for them. I would probably agree with you actually on this and one. And they're very hard to tell apart, the cream soda and the vanilla float. And I mean, even... It's got a nice aftertaste, that one. What is a cream soda that isn't in a vanilla float? What is in one that isn't in another? Don't a know. float is vanilla ice cream. A Coke float was a Coke with ice cream on the top. Vanilla float to me is just cola and uh, an ice cream, right? And cream soda is a creamy... A, van- a vanilla-flavoured soda. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so it's, it's, it's much of a muchness, really, when you think about it. Because when you add... All you're really doing is going vanilla and pepper. Vanilla, a different type of vanilla and pepper. The only one that stands out is the strawberries and cream. Because it's got a bit of that creaminess. And that almost smoky sweet strawberry aftertaste that you get. Yeah, it's much more characteristic and noticeable. And just more pleasant, I think, than the others. Um, and sweeter tasting, wasn't it? I used the vanilla float. Uh, I boiled it down for my cocktail. Oh, you did as well. That's right. That was a good cocktail. Which that. hole fashioned? Keith's yeah. which hole fashioned? What was? Where did we? Where did we use that? Was that the Halloween stream we did? Well, it was. We made it, and it was oh, killer. It was fucking tasty. It, it was like they were it was really like, boozy. It was like drinking a nice log fire. It was the only way very boozy it. cocktail. We had that. I boiled that down to a syrup. I used Dr Pepper cherry and the and the vanilla float, a mix oh, of both. It was dirty good. Boiled that right down to a syrup, and then I used a little bit of Fernet, a little bit of Buckfast, and um, well, the book stops here. A whole bunch of bourbon uh, all right well there you go you ruined my out there i was uh, trying to do a funny thing with the word but book the, but no that's never funny yeah but unless you say the book naked that's another one of those um egg corns i was telling you about people say butt naked don't they butt naked yeah but they don't they mean it's meant to be buck naked yes, isn't it? but it's a it's a it's a no book it's a mistake that actually is closer to what you're actually trying to say yeah an, an egg corn that's why they call me the book fuck up <laughs> that's why i call me the egg corn douche that's because I've, <laughs> I've always got my dick in a book oh, what does the end of my knob look like a fucking nut who's got a husk on it who's gonna husk got you like an acorn <laughs> who's gonna twist the, the husk on me little acorn i'm on operating on a whole nut dick based level different from you i what a nut dick <laughs> Exactly, if you have to ask. Isn't that an album, the nut dick? (laughs) (laughs) The Chuffney nut dick bezel. Come on, darling, it's the Chuffney Express. The Chuffney nut dick pedal, and it pushes under me like a tray. It holds up all the nuggets on the (laughs) Chuffney tray. Yeah, well, you had something there, and then (laughs) once again it disappeared into fucking a molasses of shit. Well, get on board the Chuffney train. It's time to <laughs> no, leave the tray. Stage. It's a tray that it's hangs tra- under the main carriage. Oh, no, that makes more sense. No, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm taking it all back. I'm guys, sorry it was correct. Guys, it can't always be gold on this show, okay? It's sorry, a I'm a game. bit tired and emotional. It's an, oh, you're always tired and emotional. Oh, I've been a bit tired and emotional Because today. you got an email from his boss telling him not to play a certain genre oi, of music oi, oi. anymore. You're not allowed to say that. Boo-hoo. I can. Why? You don't know what boss it is. You don't know who you work. It doesn't know what it comes in. They can find out. They could. Why are you doxing me? I'm not doxing you. We've told people plenty of times where you gig. Exactly, which is why you don't... Yeah, but that's you doing it. I was at the Blues Kitchen Camden the other day. I was in Brixton. I was at the discount. They know where you go. Luckily for you, people just are afraid of meeting you in public and would never go there. I don't want them to know about the details of why I was anxious. Don't care. I don't want that to be put out there. I want you to give all. I want you to give all to this show. Weird. This got real weird, Why is it weird? Because it's weird. I don't want people to know about that. I'm trying to be funny. I'm doing the Chuffney fucking tray. It's not a Tales from the Dark. It is. Oh, Tales from the Dark. I might get fired. Oh, fuck. That's great, isn't it? I'm not doing the end of this. Go, just do it. Guys, oh... 
<laughs> I've just completely tapped into the anxiety. It's great. It's not great. When Why is it great? Because one day I'll fucking break you on this podcast. You'll break and me. And yes, what? it may be our last one. But Christ, what a zinger to go out you on. You break me what? Physically? Mentally. What? Mentally. Oh. oh. Mentally. Because I thought there's a theme, Paul. Yeah. Where you've been like trying to get boxing matches going with crankies and stuff, right? Throughout yeah. this episode. So I yeah. assumed you thought you meant break me like a wrestler does. No, oh, no, Neil. no. I'll call the whole boxing event. I'll call it Bookaroo. No. <laughs> because the book stops here. Book fast. I've tied it all together like a great comedian does. Ooh. Oh, I've Ooh. done well. We've both stinking the shit out this yeah. week. Yeah, God, dirty. we couldn't even think of a fucking dictator fucking sweet. I, I did. Yes, but it took a whole fucking break. Yeah, but at least we Several got there. Several more joints. At least we you know got I mean? there. A little fucking of the wacky backy inspiration. Oh my, my anxiety. Don't tell them the real me. Ooh, I don't want them to know I Shut do drugs. Fucking turn <laughs> off. off. No one needs this. They're charmed. I don't need this. You don't need exactly. No one needs this. How many episodes are left of this fucking show? Poor. TikTok-y We've like We've got to do the Patreon TikTok. stuff. Yeah, we'll do Later it this week. week. We'll, we'll do don't it. put me in too bad a mood because I'll fucking, I don't know, I'll do something. What will you do? I'll cancel or something so I'm sick. Aww. And then what will you fucking do? I will skip merrily loud down the lane. Lardy you skip Daisy anywhere. Lardy you haven't got Daisy. the breath. Let's have a fucking, I'll fight you right now. <laughs> Just fucking fight you. Paul, Come on. It's been eight years. Turn the thing off. I love you. <laughs> Right, that's it. That's Cheap Show done for another week. If you want to know more about us, yeah. Eli's dying over there. Shut up. Die outside. Go on, die outside. No, I'm going to do funny bit. Don't, I'm trying to do... Don't fucking floss your cock and balls with the scarf. Oh, shouldn't actually. <laughs> what, have you jostulated some... No, I shouldn't do that because, you know, you've got to put that round your neck and you don't want it to smell like your fucking scrunchy nutsack. It's, it's scrunchy nutsack. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I tr- shut up. Ladies and gentlemen, everything you need to know about Cheap Show is found in one location on the internet. It's thecheapshow.co.uk. You can go to our videos. You can go to pages dedicated to each episode there. Links to our live show. Live show coming up in November. Get your tickets. We're doing it South London. It's going to be a wicked fun show with a digitizer crew. Come along with that. Link on our website. Come along with that. Noiseland's done a new pop video for us on Top Notch Western Romance. See that online. We also did a couple of hour YouTube uh, video the other day, and that's on our channel now, uh, where we just talk shit and played games, and it was a fun time to celebrate 350. That's all on our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. We'd also like to thank our amazing patrons who continue to uh, support us and we appreciate it and if you want to join in and get access to all the goodies that they get not Tim Brooke Taylor and co uh, then you can Mate, go to you need to up. slow down pa- I can't no, do you know, you're faster. making factual pa- errors patreon.com forward slash cheap show give what you can only if you can and if you do there's podcasts and he can't stop and, and magazines and videos and bonus features and behind the scenes things and treats and oh all my sorts. god and that's it that's it that's a fucking episode all right oh oh eli he's doing a very pantomime shaking with rage Whoa, i'm shaking with rage <laughs> he looks halfway between having a fit and being mick jagger now he's going all get down <laughs> I know how to push my buttons. Oh, I can't get no. <laughs> so turn the thing off. That's it. I'm done. Thanks, patrons. Thank you, patrons. Can I Your say goodbye? Support is an amazing thing for us, and we appreciate we it. Really do. As me and Eli watch in real time, it's our outside of cheap show uh, career concerns Shut up. crumble away. <laughs> Mate, it's me too. It's the fucking BBC local radio. I've got a job in a week. Everyone Help seems to us. be patreon.com <laughs> forward slash cheap show. We're all dying. <laughs> See you next week on Cheap Show. <laughs> One step closer can to the I, grave. I just want to say about this, because you can put a no, photo on it. No, we've lost the, the, the momentum. The momentum's gone if you he do that. He bought me a lovely record box. I bought him a lovely big box. It's nice condition. Still inches. got the inlay card. Look at the energy. Look at the energy the I'm key. keeping in. Let's do this. Come on. <laughs> uh, Come I'll on. put photos on the website. £8.50 on our website, thecheapshow.co.uk, patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show. We are stop. dying in here. Help us just save our lives. Just press the buttons. All you have to say, I say goodbye. I say goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.